Welcome to Words Matter, a series of informal conversations with people sharing words that matter to them. Whether it's quotes, poems, lyrics or film clips, words have the power to inspire us, provoke new thoughts and even change the way we live our lives. I'm your host, Kevin Watson, and I've been interested in how words engage, ignite and direct our imagination, not only as a coach for the past 17 years, but for as long as I can remember. In each episode, my guests will share words that matter to them, where they've come from, and why they play such an important part in their life. We're bringing you a different type of programme today. Departing from our normal three conversations, we're going to focus on just one. Neelam Sharma, who bought us a lyric from Janet Jackson way back on episode one, returns with a quote from a rather famous film character. Sometimes the conversation is too good to reduce down to a few minutes. So sit back and listen as we bring you Neelam Sharma. Probably my quote from Rocky, the Rocky movies. Um, so again, grew up with my siblings watching these movies and we loved them. Um, I think because he was the underdog um, and this underdog just proving himself and doing so well. But the quote I've chosen, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. I can't do his accent though. Um, it's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will bring you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Mm. And I know he's fictional, but I just, the power for me in those words is, um, you know, I'll, I'll often just kind of look at it and just remind myself that, do you know what? Life isn't all sunshine and rainbows, is it? You know, uh, you get those curveballs, but you can pick yourself up and um, keep going. So what does it specifically mean to you? I'm internalising and thinking what it might mean to me. I'm actually what? Mm. why do those words resonate specifically for you? I think with, with like it matters that, that, that they're spoken by, as I say, the character Rocky, albeit he's fictional, um, yeah. because he his, those movies were very much part of, you know, those formative years of growing up. Um, and it was very much about him getting those knockbacks, you know, being told couldn't box, couldn't, you know, couldn't become champion. But he kept going and whatever knockbacks he had, he kept going because he had that belief that actually, no, I'm going to do this. And for me, there's something around that, that, you know, we were talking earlier about kind of my plans in terms of where I want my business to go and what I believe is important and what is possible. And, you know, for every no I get, I, you know, I am affected by that and I can get quite despondent and think, well, maybe I'm pursuing a path that actually isn't for me. Maybe this coaching model that I've thought about as a business isn't going to work because so many people are saying, no, it's not, it's not for me. But actually then my eyes will just go to that poster and I'll think, well, keep going, 
do you know, if, if, if I've got this strong belief, which I do, that this is the right path, and I feel, you know, on every other level when I'm coaching or, or immersed in what I'm doing, I absolutely love it and come alive. So it's like, well, keep going. And, and within that quote as well, that, you know, there's also that, do you know what, you're going to get knocked by life completely unexpectedly. And it and it's that, again, that those things are going to happen, I, regardless of whether I'm a coach or who I am. I can't stop those things happening, but it's about how I respond to those events rather than letting them then define me. So there's a, there's a number of things that are going through my mind, uh, if mm. I may share, as you're talking. One is on one level, there's a kind of perseverance and determination that those words summon up for yeah. me. And, and, yes. and, and I've heard you in what you've just said that suggests that that's that's holds that for you as well and mm. then there's also something about um almost connected to the first uh words that you gave me was that i'm not going to listen to other people say i'm still going to plow my own furrow because i believe yeah. in it and this is the route i want to take is that your meaning too there's kind of two things going on there isn't it somewhere yeah there's probably there's probably lots of things i mean I've, I've, yeah I've, for sure yeah <laughs> Sure. yeah but there's those and I think it's it's something for me as well about when you are knocked in life that those events are going to happen you know and and it's okay it almost gives me that reassurance that is it's okay you can still pick yourself up mm. dust yourself down if you like and and you know go again mm. and and you know it helped it helped me at that quote even at a really odd time uh yeah last year um when I experienced grief properly you know for, for the first time mm. you wouldn't think you know a fictional character can kind of help navigate that process but that quote again did did just help to say you know it was almost like something saying to you do you know it's going to be okay yeah and, and I suspect as you, you you're talking about it that it's something not only about those particular words but how those words are connected with the story of Rocky the, the yes. whole kind of imagery that comes with that series of films and that story of, of his struggles Absolutely. and his way forward as well that those yeah. words just cement that almost they just define that or easily explain some of that stuff which is in the essence of the story I think so I mean it's a I think it's a great quote in itself but you're yeah. right when you hear Rocky you almost have to start the theme tune starts going yeah. in your head yeah. <laughs> there's certain visuals that will come to mind as well and as you picked up the theme of the determination that almost kind of comes into you that kind of no I, I can do this I can keep walking I can keep going um so it, it is it's the whole the whole story um that goes with it as well it's quite close to again that that choice there's the Victor Frankl thing if you're familiar with Victor Frankl who was a, come across the name not he was a holocaust survivor me. and went yes. into psychotherapy and and yes. wrote a he's written that book, book isn't he yeah, yeah yeah and and one of the things he says and I'm just going to paraphrase it's not going to be with yeah. they could throw anything at me but they couldn't take away my choice of how to respond to it and it's that yes. you know the situation and your response you don't have to be your, your behavior your, your response doesn't have to be determined by the situation you can choose Absolutely. how you respond and, yeah. and that's a far more powerful liberating place to be I find 
very much so. But I think I've, I've only learned that very recently. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's one of those things I wish I knew yeah. years ago. You know? yeah. But but it's only come to me very recently. Yeah, I, I wish I knew it even now because I think, well, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean, because yes. there, are, there are many times, even in most recent weeks, where I've uh, my response has been automatic. I've uh, I've um, I've not considered that response. You know, I haven't allowed myself to consider the response in a in a way that I choose. Yeah. It's been an automatic because because that's the way that we run. I think most of the time it's an automatic response. We've done it before, so that's what we can do. Yeah. So so it's a, it's a good memory jerker. It's always like I need to have something like that on my desk. I think at times. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's something to just come back to, isn't it? And yeah. As you say, kind of those initial reactions are still there, you know, I'll still react and then you kind of take that breath, isn't it? And then it depends on the situation as well. But it's just, mm. um, yeah, I don't know if there's a theme running through, but again, it's it's, it's choice. There's, some, there's clearly something about choice that actually I can let the situation define me or I can do something different. Um, mm. And if, you know, if, if, if there's something that I want to pursue, I still can, or maybe within that situation, some, you know, a, a different thought might come to mind. And actually, I don't have to do what I thought I had to do. I can do something differently now. And I think it's, yeah, it, it, it's something along that. As I say, all these things are coming to me late, later in life that I'm starting to now think differently um, about you know, things that otherwise you think, or I've always thought I have to be defined one way, but actually that can change anytime. Mm. And I'm, I'm finding in these conversations that there's a mix of, I, I entered them first of all thinking these words would have inspired or sparked something. Quite mm. oftentimes they've just um, either helped to explain something that which the person couldn't explain in words. So put into words much more eloquently than perhaps we yes. could come up with something that was bubbling inside already or just reaffirmed stuff, uh, reaffirmed our value at, at the way that we want to live our lives rather than necessarily doing something completely different and transformational. And I, and I, and I suspect yeah. that those two, I mean, both of them in some respects, you're saying that you're coming to some of this later in life, but both of those you were exposed to in your younger life, right? Yeah, that's a, almost like stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And, and, and you would never think, uh, you know, buying an album or <laughs> watching a series of movies could support you in later life. Actually, that's interesting. So, so maybe it's those seeds, isn't it, that that are planted somewhere as we grow up, and whenever you're ready or without realizing, those seeds have grown into something that 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 I hadn't even noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but you're yeah, absolutely, I, absolutely right. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that, but actually these are things that, you know, are from my earlier years um, and, and I'm drawing on them now. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they didn't have an impact on you at the time. No. Clearly they must have done, otherwise they don't, wouldn't have yeah. lasted the, the time they have. But the, I, I'm, I'm wondering, I don't have an answer. I don't know whether this mm. is true. I just, through these conversations, do they come at a time and then just reappear echoes traces almost as we grow mm. and and help us to make sense of what they first did to us <laughs> in terms of you know spark yeah. something that eventually we return to those words and go ah oh, yeah of course I've known that all along but I haven't really we've been working yeah. it out as we've been going through I, I don't know I, I don't know as you say I think words are incredibly powerful yeah. um, and 
you know, my mum my always used to tell me when I was, you know, like from the age of about three or four, I used to actually sleep with books. And I don't know if that was because I wanted the words to somehow penetrate my, my mind, you know, but I've, I've long had an affinity to books. And I just, I, I love, you know, I've, I've never converted to a Kindle because I love having the physical copy to actually touch mm. and feel the page. And so words have, I think, always had some kind of relationship with me or I have towards towards them. And but I don't always remember the words, if that makes mm. sense. It's quite mm -hmm. often it's useful to have these quotes or, or, or um, you know, reminders of, oh yeah, that takes me back to this time. But actually now I'm layering on a new learning to, to those words. So, mm. you know, um, maybe I enjoyed the movies and I, you know, I loved, I loved the character because he seemed to have these values of family, which I could, you know, he loved his wife, which you, you know, you, you could relate to and see how he cared more about family than he did necessarily about the money. And, mm. you know, th those sorts of values, which I think I hold as well. So they're all, but I didn't realise they were values even. You just, you just like the character. Yeah. And then as I've got older and my own learning has, has been opened up with, with NLP and coaching, you kind of now I'm understanding, oh gosh, you know, there's more to these words than when, you know, when he says how, you know, how hard life hits you, I probably took it as a physical punch. But it's not like that, is it? They're probably the toughest things that hit you in life are the things actually that don't leave a mark physically. Mm. Um, mm. You know, it, it, it's somewhere else. Yeah, those words still, to me, are really powerful. Mm. So, yeah. And I think, well, it I, I resonated for me when you said that you had a recent bereavement or a bereavement mm. of, in, in, in times not long ago, but of more recent time. Because uh, I think my first, even though I kind of been brought up with choice and choice and responsibility, mm. kind of hand in hand as two really strong values in our family, um, I probably didn't realise that I had the ability to choose my response until I started to uh, get to know and then ultimately work with someone called Elizabeth Turner, whose husband died in 9-11 when she was seven months pregnant. And, oh, wow. and she asked me to basically NLP model her. So if you, mm. she asked me to ask her a bunch of questions so she could make sense of how she got past that moment in 2001 to when I first met her, although I'd come across her before that, but I'd, mm. I'd met her properly in 2005, 2006. And so we spent time... Uh, in a house, uh, often over a glass of wine, just chatting about that experience and me doing what I do reasonably well, which is being curious and wondering about, so how does, how does this person in front of me now, who seems quite sorted and okay with life, how did you get here from what, in my terms, would have been a really momentous event back in 2001? Yeah. And, and one of the things that I think that time helped me do is, and, and she would, have absolutely said this at some point is, you know, I could choose to create my world. I could choose to recreate a world based on what I want it to be rather than what I'd been brought up to expect it to be. Mm. It was then dismantled at that point, quite aggressively dismantled at that point. So there, it's funny that you mentioned Bree because that's certainly what triggered my thoughts around this ability to choose one's response was that that yeah. time. I think when you're in something like that, it's not obvious to you. Um, and I think that the, if you call it luck or um, serendipity, I think the, the bereavement was um, my brother and sister-in-law actually lost their newborn baby. And it just, 
you know, when you're expecting a happy occasion and you're yeah. waiting to hear, I've got a nephew or niece, and actually you get the complete opposite um, phone call coming through. It was it was horrible. Um, but when I say the serendipity part for me was I was in the I was in the course, the, the NLP course. Yeah. So my headspace, if you like, was in somewhere a little bit different from, from where I could have been. And so that allowed me to kind of process things differently than I would have. And I've never... And, and when I say never, I literally mean never. I have never supported my um, sister or, you know, my siblings or, or my parents in the way that I was able to during those initial couple of weeks, if you like. Mm. And the only reason I could do that was because I had this different way of being able to think, which I couldn't, you know, it's only looking back now. Because my sister would turn around to me and go, how, how, how are you not you know, breaking down and, 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 you know, just losing it. And I was like, well, I can only put it down to this, this NLP, this magic, as I used to call it, that <laughs> allowed me to kind of think differently and, and be able to, I don't know. I, it, it was just, as you say, you don't, you kind of, I'll reflect back a year on now and, um, you know, the, the pain obviously is still then for my brother and sister-in-law, it's something completely different. Um, yeah. But it was a, a, a privilege, if, if that's the right word. It's mm. not the right word, I think. But to be able to, you know, be there in a, in a way that I've never been in my life was yeah. um, something that helped and indirectly probably helped me get through um, mm. or kind of come through that grieving process as well. Mm. We often used to talk about it's the, it's, the reframing for me is is that you talked about earlier is reframing how I relate to things that happen to relate to you know how do yeah. I relate to it and choose in a way that I can relate to it that is um not only better for me but better for those people around me and, and there's something similar going on from what I'm hearing yeah no definitely because I think it, you know without without those things I would have hidden away I did mm. you know I live far enough from them all to have kind of said no I can't I can't come I can't be there mm. but actually I was able to be there you know even just being there and, and thinking because I'm normally I'm the person that you know if somebody has lost somebody I never know what to say I don't, I don't know what words to say you know because I'm sorry for your loss just sounds pathetic um and so I would rather withdraw from that and not have to have that conversation with somebody um, but yeah, so this, this was a very different experience for me. Mm. And I guess it reflecting back, it kind of, what it's taught me is that even within those, forgive my French here, but those shitty kind of things that happen in life, um, mm. there is still a tiny bit of choice in, in how, how you can be, if that makes mm. sense. Mm. Yeah, so, and, and as you're talking, I, uh, th this is, I'm coming back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier, there's a difference for me to how you are with people, your being with people, as opposed mm. to what you do with people. So you know, yes. uh, the common wisdom is that when someone has a bereavement, what you do is this. But yes. actually just being with people and being still and being, helping them and just supporting the, you know, it's it's a, a well-used term in coaching and NLP, holding the space for them and making yes. sure that's safe for them to express whatever emotion is right for them to express at that moment in time, for me, is really powerful, far more powerful than anything I do. 
Yes. And just being with them side by side and, and being still is really important. Yeah, I think I think you've nailed it there, actually. It's exactly that. Kind of mm. the, the logical part of my brain is thinking, well, I need to put a meal on the table. I need to do this. I need to, I need to, uh, you know, use my healthcare skills and, and start raising awareness of this issue. And, you know, but the power came from, as you say, just, just being there and mm. just, you know, as you say, holding that space and allowing whatever emotions came through, it was okay. Mm. You know, if you want to scream, you want to shout, even if you want to laugh about something, it's fine. It's, it's mm. okay. Everything here is okay. Mm. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that's, that's like a superpower I didn't even know existed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, God, I wish I could tap into it more often. To <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> great, great power it's, to have. It is. Maybe it shows up when you need it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe. Yeah. Thank you, Neelam. I hope you agree that some conversations just need a little bit more space. I hope these words have inspired you, and I look forward to bringing you more next time on Words Matter. Thank you.